Welcome to the Uncensored Podcast, where you learn a no BS approach to growing a business built on purpose, authenticity, and integrity. Listen, you won't be getting any icky marketing or sleazy sales tips here. Just my uncensored approach to marketing, messaging, and sales with the leadership mindset you need to build a business that stands out and scales sustainably. I'm Denise Finieri, mom of three and former New York City educator and writing professor turned business coach. Let's get uncensored and get real about what it takes to be successful in today's online game. As you know, I'm your host, Denise Finieri, and I'm very excited to be back. And I have a series of podcasts that are coming out just for you to binge. Over the next three days, I'm going to be drop a, dropping an episode once per day for the next three days. I have certainly missed the podcast. I have certainly missed all of you, and I'm really excited to be back. And I wanted to gift you all with three podcasts today, tomorrow, and Thursday. So you have something to look forward to over the next three days. And I am not done. Before we dive into today's episode, I have another gift for all of you. I compiled a list of 100 ways to increase your visibility. It's up to date and it includes today's best visibility practices. It's completely free and you can get your free copy at the link in the show notes below. You 100% want to download this resource because it is the answer to those of you who are in a nine to five and those of you who are full-time in your business because visibility is something that every business owner needs to be placing attention and intention on in their business. So make sure you get your free copy below. And there's a really special gift on the last page of the visibility playbook. Make sure you check the last page for a really special offer. You definitely want to get your hands on that. Okay. So let's dive into today's episode. What are we talking about? I am going to be breaking down some lead generation strategies for you guys today. I wanted my first episode back to be something that I just feel really passionate about and something I absolutely love to teach on. And I probably teach on lead generation to my clients, like at least once a month, it shows up in our coaching calls. So you might be thinking, what's the difference between lead generation and visibility? And for sure, there is some overlap, but let me just differentiate them for you just a bit. So visibility is where the intention that you are putting on visibility activities is to build brand awareness. The whole goal of visibility is to have your business be more visible, right? So if you just launch your business, obviously visibility is going to be a really important thing for you to pay attention to, but it's also something that you need to continually do as you grow. And I think it actually becomes more important the bigger you want to take your business because you need to have more brand awareness as your business grows. So visibility is really about getting the business in front of the right people and creating awareness around your business and the reputation that your business has in your particular industry. Now, lead generation is sometimes what will be a byproduct of visibility, but lead generation is, I think, way more intentional in that you are doing activities where they're high value activities and you're moving people from being cold 
to becoming hot. And so we're going to talk about what that is, right? We're going to talk about what lead generation is today, why you have to pay attention to it, and what is this conversation around moving people from cold to hot, okay? So first and foremost, lead generation is where you are doing certain strategies, certain activities in your business with the intention of creating authentic connections connections with people who could become potential clients at some point in their relationship with you. So somebody who's quote unquote cold might be someone who just found you and they don't really know a whole lot of what you do. And so we would call that connection that you have more of a cold lead. They're not quite sure what you do. They're not quite sure if they need your service. They're just very new to you. Okay. A warm lead is someone that has really been in your world for a little bit of time. So they know what you do. They like you, they trust you, but they maybe just haven't moved all the way into purchasing a course from you or working with you. So we call those people warm leads. They're almost ready to buy. They're almost there. They just haven't quite gotten exactly what they need to get them over that hump. Where a hot lead is, this is someone who's probably been in your world long enough to know they want to work with you and they're like ready to work with you right now. And they've been preparing, right? They were warm. And so they were getting to know you. They got to know you. They knew at some point in their mind that they were going to work with you. And now a hot lead is they're ready. They're ready to buy. And so you want to think about your audience and that you have people at different phases of the journey. I don't always love the word lead because I feel like it's a little sterile. These are people we're talking about, but for a lack of a better analogy, I think this will just have to do for now. I think of whether the person just found me or they've been in my world for a long time, or I know that this person is really interested in working together. I see them all as equal. I love every single person that comes into my world and whether they buy from me or they never buy from me, I really value their time and energy that they spend in my world. And I big mistake that I see a lot of people make is they find they'll find themselves without a pool of potential clients lined up outside their virtual door ready to work with them because they weren't paying attention to lead generation. So what this ends up creating in their business is like a feast and famine mode. They'll forget to do any kind of lead generation. And so those like warm people, hot people, they may have bought, but because they weren't consistently doing lead generation or visibility activities, they weren't creating new connections with people that would be potential clients later on. And so essentially their client pool kind of dries up because they simply weren't paying attention to continually doing lead generation activities. So you want to make sure that you not only are nurturing the people that are right in front of you, the people who are already in your audience, the people that are on your email list, you want to create new connections with people so that you can then nurture those connections as well. Lead generation is something that you want to pay attention to the entire time you are in business. And so many people make the big mistake of forgetting this really crucial piece of marketing. They think that all marketing is, is writing content and putting content up on their social platforms, or they think that 
all marketing is, is sending their weekly newsletter. When you actually have to get people to follow you in the first place, you have to get people to hop on your email list in the first place. So how do you do that? Well, you do that through lead generation activities. You do that by increasing your business's awareness through visibility activities. So I hope I've convinced you enough to continue to work on this, that this isn't just something you do once and then you let it fall by the wayside. Because again, that's how you're going to get in that feast and famine mode where you're going to notice all your clients, they're either up for renewal or they feel complete. And then you don't have any new consults showing up on your calendar. That's a big sign that you just weren't paying attention to some lead generation activities, because when you do, you'll have a pool of clients ready to work with you. So you'll never have to worry about your client pool drying up or hitting a plateau. All right. So let's talk about some of my favorite ways that are, have been both super effective for me and for my clients with regards to lead generation. Now, there's lots of things you can do, but I'm gonna just share what has been super effective of late for both myself and my clients. So we'll talk about what the strategy is, and then we're gonna talk about why it's super effective. Number one, creating a group. Okay, creating some type of online group. So for a lot of people, this is gonna look like a Facebook group, okay? What is a Facebook group or any other type of online community? Essentially, it's a free group where you are going live in that group. You're nurturing the people in that group. You're consistently inviting people into that group. And inside that group, you're supporting your ideal client. You're sharing trainings that are kind of exclusive to the group. So you wouldn't be posting a live that you did inside the group anywhere else because you want to kind of drive people to this high value free group. Okay. That's what it is. Why is this really effective? Well, you're creating an intimate space that is just for the people inside that group. And they can't get some of the trainings that you're doing anywhere else, but inside this group. And because it's your group, they get to know you because you running a Facebook group, not going to lie. It takes work. There is a level of commitment. There's a level of dedication, but it really pays off in the end because people feel so supported and so held by you inside of a Facebook group. They feel like they know you, they feel they like you, and they learn to trust you much quicker because just the nature of the Facebook group is more intimate and you have their attention, right? When they're in your Facebook group, you are it. There's nothing else distracting them inside that group. There's just you, what you're teaching, what you're sharing, and the value that you're delivering. And so I find what Facebook groups do really well for, have done really well for me and done really well for my clients is it shortens the sales cycle, meaning it shortens the amount of time it takes someone from being a cold lead to becoming a client. It shortens that cycle down because they're in an intimate space with you where they get to know, like, and trust you pretty quickly because of the nature of it being an intimate group where you're showing up consistently. So a Facebook group, if that is something that you feel like you have the capacity to do, can be a really effective way to do lead generation to really nurture people in a high value space. Another effective lead generation strategy is podcasts. Okay. Whether you have your own podcast, personally, I love my podcast, but 
one of the best ways to do lead generation is to get on other people's podcasts. And the amazing thing is, is there's tons of free Facebook groups where people are always posting about looking for podcast interviewees. So you don't even have to work so hard (laughs) to get yourself onto some podcasts. The beautiful thing about podcasts is you get to position yourself really as the authority there because you're getting interviewed. Another reason why it's really effective is you're leveraging someone else's audience. And I tell my clients, Anytime you can leverage someone else's audience, that is a great lead generation strategy because most people won't invite you on their podcast unless they value what you're bringing to their listeners. A lot of people are very protective over their audience, and so they're not going to share their audience with just anybody. And it's just natural that their audience is going to trust the podcast host to only bring on people that are of high quality. So when you show up on a podcast as an as being interviewed as an expert, you kind of have baked into that like a natural trust. And I know my clients have gotten tons of clients from just being interviewed on podcasts that are in alignment with what they work on, with what they coach on. So you don't want to just go on any podcast. You want to go on podcasts that have like audiences to your own, or it's a complementary audience to the person you would want to work with, the person you'd want to serve. And you do want to vet podcasts. You want to make sure that the person is pretty active with their podcast, that it's professional, and you want to make sure that it's in alignment for you. So I always recommend when you're looking for podcasts to pitch yourself to, that you listen to a few episodes to get a really good sense of, is this podcast in alignment for you? It's super effective and you can really shorten the sales cycle that it takes for someone to go from being cold, meaning they never heard of you, to becoming a client. I just recently, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, I had a client who was on a podcast and she created two consults pretty quickly from one podcast. It was one hour that she spent on this podcast talking about what she does and she created two consults, okay? So getting on podcasts can be super, super effective. Okay, the third lead generation strategy that I wanna talk about is collaborations. Collaborations are really, really helpful. Remember what I said before? Anytime you can leverage someone else's community, someone else's audience, that is going to be a win for you because you're getting access to a bunch of people you wouldn't have had access previously. So what is a collaboration? It's different than a podcast because what a collaboration is, is you're looking for people, again, who have similar values to your own, like or complementary audiences, and you're getting to know this person. You're getting to know what they're about. You're getting to know the kind of work that they do and you're creating a connection with them first. And then eventually you can ask if they would like to do a collaboration. So what this could look like, for example, if you're wondering, especially in the online space, this would look like when two people go live together and they're having a conversation. And then that live is going out to both your audience and theirs. So it's a win-win in that situation because they're getting access to your audience, you're getting access to their audience, and all of these people that follow you both are getting deeply served by two people. (laughs) So it's a win-win all the way around the table. 
I also think of collaborations as doing workshops with other people. So this could be asking to do like a guest workshop in somebody's group program or doing a special training for someone's, um, you know, private Facebook group. That's another way that you can do a collaboration. But I also focus a lot of my attention on in-person things because I started my business completely in person. And I think this is what really separates me from a lot of other business coaches is I don't just know the online game. I really mastered the in-person game. And there are some fabulous places that you can go and do collaborations with people. And I will tell you guys this, there is nothing nothing that moves somebody from being a cold lead to a hot lead, like meeting you in person. There's just something magical about in-person events that just moves people a hell of a lot faster across the line to becoming a client. So if you can find people that you can collaborate with in your in-person community, that is a huge win for you. So I'll give you an example of something I did when I first started And I was looking to, I don't even know if I was at the time looking to scale my business so I could replace my salary. I was just happy with like my multiple five figure side business while I worked full time. But what I did really well was I looked around and I was like, okay, I know a lot of my ideal clients probably are into wellness and self-improvement. And so I offered to do workshops in wellness spaces and yoga studios. And I did very well. A lot of my workshops sold out. I also would go to networking events and I would go to the networking event, like those weekly or monthly ones where it's like a monthly networking event and everybody kind of gets to know each other and you share your business cards. And what I would do is I would go for a couple months and then eventually I would just pitch to, you know, the administrator, the person, the organizer. And I would say, Hey, I really think that this whole group could benefit from X. And I would pitch an idea on something I could teach even if it was like five to 10 minutes of teaching at the next meeting, it was so super effective. I got a lot of clients that way, not just from the people that were in the group, but because they started to get a really good understanding of the value that I brought to my clients. And so I got referrals. So collaborations, both in person and online, super, super effective at creating that lead generation, moving people from not even knowing who you are to becoming a client. Okay. The last lead generation strategy that I want to talk about is probably one of my favorites, which is really funny because in the beginning, it definitely was not my favorite, but I have learned to really love, you guys ready for it? Webinars, (laughs) webinars, masterclasses, online workshops, you know, people have different names for them, but that's roughly what, what they are is a free high value event. Okay. It's a free high value event. Some people will charge for these, but often it's like a very nominal investment price, like $7, $20, something on the lower end. Now, they're high value. They're super high value. Now, why is a webinar or a masterclass really effective? The reason why it's really effective is because it takes a lot of intention on your part to put it together. You have to really think deeply about what is the problem that your ideal client or your audience is struggling with? And then you come up with like solutions to help them in a 
I would say condensed amount of time. So sometimes masterclasses, webinars, these online workshops there, they can be anywhere from 60 minutes to three days to five days. I even did a seven day one and I might be playing around with doing a nine day free training. Now, do not get ahead of yourself. This is because I love doing them and I love serving my clients. I love it, love it, love it. But for a long time, I played around with doing a five day, a three day, a one day. I did a bunch of those. So you have to really test to find like what your groove and what you're going to have fun with. But I will promise, but what I can tell you is whether you choose to do one day, three day, five days, they're super, super effective at moving people from just getting to know you to becoming very warm to eventually buying from you. Because again, it's a high value event where you are serving your clients deeply and they're really getting to know you. You're often on video, you're often engaging with them, you're asking questions of them, they're asking questions of you. They're getting a like container, a pressure cooker of just you for a certain amount of time. And because it's like a, a period of time where they're getting to know you, they're going to get to understand what you teach on, how you teach, how you help. And webinars can be really effective ways at moving people. And here's a mistake that I want to say about webinars or masterclasses is a lot of people think that they should wait until they're ready to launch a group. I've actually heard this from a few business coaches that you don't need to mess with webinars until you're ready to launch a group. And I think that's the worst time to try and do a webinar because you haven't had enough practice at selling on video like that to now try and get multiple people to join your program. The time to start learning how to quote unquote do a launch that involves a webinar or a masterclass is when you're trying to sell one-on-one. That's the best time to do it because there's no pressure. You're not looking to fill 20 seats. You're looking to sign a handful of one-on-one clients. So learning how to do a masterclass or a webinar when you're selling one-on-one is your best bet. It's going to also help you hone the skill of running a webinar or a masterclass long before you're trying to get 10 people to sign up or 20 or 30 people to buy your course. So again, webinars is that last lead generation activity that I want to talk about today. Of course, there are more, but I think I gave you enough to really help you guys get started on doing some lead generation. And remember, you want to do lead generation all of the time. You don't want to forget about it. It's really important that you get new people coming into your business while you're simultaneously nurturing the people that are already there. All right, guys, This was such a fun episode. I'm so excited to keep, I have so many ideas because I took a break and I came back with so many ideas and I'm really excited. And as promised, you'll get another episode of our podcast tomorrow. Hey, if you want to fully book business with a community of people you love to serve and the time freedom you crave, you definitely want to coach with me inside one of my programs. But first, you should join my free Facebook group simple, sustainable scaling. Don't worry. I'll link to that in the show notes. And please take a moment to rate and review the podcast. It helps get the show out to more people. And don't forget, get uncensored. I'll see you all next week.